You know, I've always preached, get out of your comfort zone because your comfort zone is like kryptonite to your success, right? I mean, we've always heard that. I've, 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 I've preached it from the mountaintops on this podcast. I, I preach it to my salespeople. Stay away from your comfort zone. Your comfort zone, man, it's your comfort zone traditionally has been, you know, a, a source of laziness. So because you're in your comfort zone, this is the thing that's holding you down. You're the thing that's holding you down. It's because of your comfort zone. And, you know, I, I, I just, I love life, man, because all along the way, you, you, you just bump into things in this like, whoa, and it challenges your notion of, of what you've always said, what you've always thought, what you've always believed, the way that you carried yourself, whatever. And so here I am, I, I, um, I'm reading a, um, it's one of those special edition time magazine things where the whole magazine is not the normal magazine that they do. It's a special edition of stress and all the whole magazine is, is dealing with stress how stress actually evolved, how we're hardwired to uh, stress, how it relates to animals. Can animals feel our stress? Do we stress out animals? And then it's, you know, the so the evolution of also stress and how it's beneficial to your health, but also it's detrimental to your health. So I hadn't even got all the way through it, man. I, I didn't get through it because I got stopped dead in my tracks from a quote by Michael Jordan. And before you roll your eyes, I know, oh my God, here we go. Another Michael Jordan quote. Uh, be the best ever. You know, I missed over 9,000 shots and that's why I'm the best. Ever. Yeah, I know you, you've had all those, you've seen the memes, you've, you've seen the Instagram posts. This is one that I have never, um, I, I never even heard before, but he, uh, Jordan said, he said, I, I practice, people don't believe me that I practice harder than I play, but it's true because that's where I've created my comfort zone. So by the time it came for me to play, all I had to do was react to what my body was already accustomed to doing. See, I believed every time I was the best. And when I hit the shot, it reinforced that idea. And when I missed, and we all miss, I didn't waver because I built myself a nice little cushion of confidence. Well, that challenges everything that I ever thought about your comfort zone. And so instead of saying, um, stay away from your comfort zone, why not stay in your comfort zone? Why not stay in your comfort zone if you've designed it in such a way that it's a competitive comfort zone? I mean, your your comfort zone, I mean, if you really drill down your comfort zone, your comfort zone is it's it's a it's a default that you naturally go to when you're when you're not even thinking, man. So if you can design your comfort zone in such a way, and this is what Michael Jordan did, if you design your comfort zone in such a way, if you practice harder than you actually play, and so if you design your comfort zone in such a way that as you default and you go into this unconscious area where you're not really you're not really uh, paying attention to it, it's just a natural setting, then why not adjust your setting? See, we're always preaching from the mountaintops to stay away from your comfort zone. Why not build your comfort zone and then stay in it? So that way, when it's time to play the actual game, then it's a natural, your body's already accustomed to doing it. So it's just a natural extension. See, many people look at practice and play as separation. 
And it, like it's two different things. And what Michael Jordan did is, is he constructed it in such a way where it's a natural extension. The play is an extension of the practice. That's why he was able to play fierce yet relaxed. That's why he was able to, to, uh, call for the ball. That's why he was the, 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 um, that that's why he was able to hit these these game winning shots man because he was already it was just an extension of the practice see what we want to do is is we all want to play the game but none of us want to practice and maybe you're not actually literally on the court there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are athletes and you know this is totally relatable but you may not be an athlete on the court but you're an athlete in life see life is one big game and so you've got to practice like you play. See, what we want to do is is we want to play. We want to enjoy the benefits. We want the trophies. We want the accolades. We want the multiple zeros in our account. We want the Gulfstream jet. We want all the accolades. We want the play results. Yet we don't want to practice. We don't want to practice hard. And so why, why not Here's the challenge, man. Why not construct your life in such a way? Why not build your comfort zone in such a way that when you default and you kind of go into that unconscious, you're playing on such a higher level that it's a natural extension and you're so competitive that you get the results that you want. Now, how do you build that comfort zone? Number one is you got to build it, number one, thinking that you're the best. See, and it's it's funny because when I did last time's episode, what was that, 417, 418, whichever one it was, that you're a BIW, I didn't read this quote yet. I'd already done it. I'd already, you know, th- th- released that podcast. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, then I, I read this quote. This is what I love about life, man. And then all of a sudden, it's like an affirmation to it. And so number one is, is Michael Jordan believed he was the best. He said, I believed I was the best. And see, if you're going to build the comfort zone, you're going to build it and you believe you're the best, then obviously if you believe, if you carry yourself in such a way that you are the best in that mindset, then your comfort zone is going to be built as the best. See, many times because we don't, life has slapped us around, because we've skidded across life's floor, because we believe so much more in our past than our future, then what happens is is we don't believe we're the best. You don't carry yourself as the best. So your comfort zone is built exactly like that. You don't believe the best. So it's no wonder that your comfort zone has been a source of laziness, has been a source of mediocrity, has been a source of below average. You gravitate back to that because deep down inside, you have not changed your subconscious. You have not changed the way that you carry yourself in such a way that when it defaults back, you're average at best. That's why so many times, man, people say, stay out of your comfort zone. No wonder. Because you don't believe you're the best. You don't carry yourself as the best. Go back and listen to that episode. Best is not a proclamation. It's a mindset. It's not anything, I'm the best, man. You you don't know who you're talking to, man. I'm the best. No, I don't have to proclaim that to anybody. I carry myself in such a way. If my bank account has a dollar in it, I'm still the best in the world. I'm the best in the world as a father, even though at times my kids don't want anything to do with me. I'm the best in the world at the relationships. I'm the best in the world at at, at my health. I'm the best in the world at, at whatever success I'm taking on. I'm the best. I step foot on the on the court because I'm the best. And why? Why is that? Because I practice 
harder than I play. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. So you got to practice harder than you play. And so when life calls on you to have to step up and rise up, man, to play in such a way, dude, I'm, I'm already practicing that way. See, because I'm already practicing that way, it's just a natural extension of what I do. In order for you, okay, so let's back up a little bit. So the comfort zone, number one, you got to build that comfort zone. And the only way that you're going to do that is by being the best, believing you're the best, doing things that you're the best. And so here's how it all links together. You're the, you're the best. You step foot out as you're the best. You practice like you're the best and you do the mechanics of the best. So that way you build that cushion of confidence. See, you've got no confidence in life because you've got no cushion. See, everything's a one-to-one ratio. Everything's a one-to-one lens that you look through. And we've talked about this, man, but I think this, I, I, got, I got to hammer this point through. Everything that you do, man, you're looking at everything from a one-to-one. So you've built no confidence. You've got no cushion because you've got no confidence because you're trying to do everything one-to-one. It's one application. I see kids that do it all the time, man. They go and I push my son, my one of my oldest sons, to... um to go apply for the job, but don't go apply for the job. Apply, 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 apply. Call, do, show up. Carry yourself in such a way. Look like you want to look like him. You show up that way. But it's not one application, one approval, man. It's not applying for one loan, one approval. It's not up in one customer, working with one customer and one approval. It's not one raise uh, request, one promotion opportunity, and then I get it. No, it's not a one-to-one lens, man. Sometimes it's a 25-to-1. You do 25 acts to get that one thing. But that's what practice is, right? I mean, think about this. Practice... Michael Jordan had the luxury, and I call it a luxury, because he had the luxury of being able to practice many, 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 many more hours than he actually played. The game time, man, the the, the actual playing part pales in comparison to how much he practiced. But here's the advantage of, of practicing. Okay, let's let's go back in his world. The practice part of it is for him, it's the footwork, it's the mechanics, it's the timing. It it's it's being able to speed up, it's being able to slow down, it's being able to freeze the frame, it's being able to screw up and do it again and again and again and again and again. And he's done things from so many different angles that when it comes time to play, he's developed such an unconscious level, such a natural default setting that when it comes time, when he sees certain defenses, when the situation calls upon himself, he does not waver, dude. He takes the shot. He does it without even thinking. And when he misses, he doesn't waver. He doesn't waver because, see, he's built a cushion of confidence. How do you build your cushion of confidence, though? You build your cushion of confidence through the practice, not the actual play. The play is just... It's just when 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 you hit, it's it's confirmation of it. It's it's not a result of the confidence. No, it's just it's just a nod of the head from life saying, "Yep, see that paid off." Nope, keep playing. 
I mean, it, it, it's a yes or no. That's all it is. But see, it doesn't affect these high-profile athletes, man. It doesn't affect. That's why they're the best in the world. That's why they're in the Hall of Fame. It's why he's a billionaire today because he stepped foot on on the court as if he's he's the best. He practiced to build that cushion of. Uh, I'm sorry, that comfort zone, and then as that comfort zone, he's also built that cushion of confidence. See, your play is an extension of your practice. But like I said, man, you you want all the results. You want all the benefits. But you don't want to do the practice. But the practice is where it's at. See, let everybody blind themselves to the hacks. Let everybody uh, run around chasing the results of someone else. And you put in the practice. You put your head down. You knuckle up. And you practice. So maybe you're not an athlete on the court. But like I said, you're an athlete in life. Because this is one big game. So how do you practice? Okay, Marsh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shooting shots, man. What, what, what am I doing here? Yes, you are. You are shooting shots. But the problem is, is you don't have a, a practice regimen. One of your biggest practices is your mornings. It is. And, and I get the fact, you know, you're it, before, oh, Marsh, you don't understand, man. I'm a late night person. No, you're not. You've trained yourself to be a late night person. You didn't naturally come out of the womb as a late night person. Believe me. And so people who are morning people and people who are, are late night people, you've just trained yourself that way. That's all it is. And now that's your ongoing narrative. That's, that's what you've designed your life to be. But let me tell you something. And this is coming from a guy. Let me tell you something. This is coming from a guy who I remember years ago, man, I read something, uh, P. Diddy, and um, he's he's accustomed to being able to, he can sleep for an hour, and then he, he gets up and, and he works for three or four hours, and he sleeps another hour. Dude, I've done all that. I've, I've tried all that. Let me say that. And that didn't work for me. No, what works for me is I need seven or eight hours of of sleep to be able to be fully optimized. And let me tell you what the practice is. The practice does not mean that you go that you go full force a thousand percent you're in the red uh you know red line and everything that you do no because your rest is part of your practice also and part of it is man you got to win your mornings you're getting up reacting to the day because you're already in the hole because you've stayed up till two or three o'clock in the morning number one bro turn your tv off I know you're used to the TV. Again, you didn't come out of the womb with a TV. You've just trained yourself to the TV. But your eyes may be closed, but your mind is always open. Remember that, man. So whatever the messages are are on, you think that you're sleeping, but your mind is 100% awake. So if if you got a marathon of cheaters going on uh, while you're watching TV or while you're sleeping to the TV, that's what's getting poured in your head. The infomercials is getting poured in your head. Uh, the, the the sports and all that stuff is getting poured in your head. And that's all fine and good that you're in sports. I don't even care that you're an athlete. You're not playing the actual game. So you're not going to learn anything from a commentator pouring into your head other than someone's stats. And unless you plan on being behind the desk at SportsCenter, that really don't make a, a, a hill of shit to you anyway. So number one is, dude, turn off your TV. Get yourself a nightlight. Get yourself one of those little uh, rainbow stars and unicorns things that, that, that little babies have if you have to, and you just stare at the ceiling and watch that shit go across your ceiling. <laughs> Whatever it is you got to do, man, turn that TV off. And also, I hate to tell you, man, put your phone, either turn your phone off, 
I don't turn my phone off because my kids aren't always with me. So if there's an emergency, I need to be able to speak to them. But put your phone face down. Turn your notifications off at night. Believe me, bro. We're going to be okay without you for eight hours. We'll make it without you. And believe me, you're going to be okay without us. We'll, we'll hook up at a later time. Turn your notifications off. Turn your screen off. Because when, you turn, when you're laying in bed at night, I make my daughter put her phone in the kitchen at night. She's got to put it in, in the kitchen. She cannot. Because what happens is, is these, these receptors get triggered in your brain to stay awake. That's why you can't fall asleep because you're sitting there looking at everybody's life on social media, trying to get, uh, trying to fall asleep. And oh my God, I can't sleep. Well, that's why. Because your body is fully fatigued, yet your mind won't shut down because it keeps getting triggered. So you got to win your mornings, man. You got it. But the way you're going to win your mornings and start training yourself in the morning is you got to go to sleep. You got to train yourself to go to sleep. You're going to do it. It's going to take some time because you didn't build this overnight. So practice like you play, man. The first thing we're going to practice on is you got to go to sleep. You got to get seven, eight hours of sleep. I get what other people are saying and they can roll on two and a half hours of sleep. We ain't talking about them. I'm talking about you. And you need to. The, the one of the biggest regimens for athletes, even though you see them play, it almost seems like the year round is the rest. The rest is everything. The rest is everything because you have these uh, circadian rhythms, man. You got to develop those things. You've got to be able to let your body heal. You've got to let your mind rest. And the only way that you're going to do that is by optimizing it. So get your rest, number one. Number two is get up early in the morning, start winning your mornings. Okay, so you got to train yourself to do that way, dude. You you you've got to practice eating better. You've got to practice exercising. See, these are these are things. The 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 I had to practice running ten miles, man. So in order for me, so that ten miles, man, when I'm pushing myself those ten miles. See, I practice hard so that when I actually play, and I'm going to link this together here, is when I'm on mile number eight and I'm tired and it's August south heat and the humidity is a thousand percent and I want to quit, man, I push myself those last two miles. See, I know how to push myself those last two miles. So when I'm in the clutch, man, when I'm deep into the month, when I'm hours into uh, negotiating with a customer, when I'm getting pulled from all kind of different directions, because I've run those 10 miles, because I pushed myself, I've practiced hard and I've pushed myself to running down the road to pushing myself those extra two miles that when I need it, when it's time to play, I've got the reserves. See, I've got the stam stamina. I've got the grit. I can hang in there mentally. I can hang in there physically because I've practiced. So the play is just a natural extension. See, you got to understand, man, everything is connected to everything. So you've got to practice like you, you like you play. I tell my my uh, salespeople, you don't get better with the next customer. You get better in between the customers. So the customer that you just had, dude, you better you better practice that that whole scenario, fifty different ways from fifty different angles, fifty different times, all kind of different ways. I get the fact that you know they're they're two hundred months out and she's only twelve, and when she gets ready to drive, then she's going to come back. So she's seven years out from. 
from, you know, whatever. I, 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 forget about all that. What was the substance that you just had? And can you play it from many different angles? And what it's all about, man, is taking that ownership. It's not blaming, oh, the customer's an idiot. It's not blaming anything, man. It's looking at it from different angles. Practicing it, speeding up the mechanics, the timing. See, you've got to practice on your skills. You got to practice on your techniques. You want a promotion? Well, you got to practice that promotion. You got to practice your promotion. Stop looking at what everyone else is doing. Who gives a shit, man? Roll hard, man. The way that you're going to do that is, is you got to practice being an owner. You want that? You you want to be the owner? Practice like you're the owner. Practice your promotion. So when it comes, dude, it's no surprise. It's only confirmation. Dude, you got to play with this idea. This is a revelation. Why not? And ain't nobody talking about this. Why not build yourself? Why not build your comfort zone, a competitive comfort zone? So that way you're consistent in all that you do. So you don't have a knowing problem, dude. You got an execution problem. That's all it is. So the reason why you're not, you're not banging the, the high bar in life, man, is because you're not executing and you're not consistent because you've got a natural default setting that is below what it's supposed to be and that's why you're getting subpar results. So you construct your comfort zone. Remember, everything's connected to everything. So practice like you play. See, you got to practice your mornings. You got to practice your evenings. You got to practice your relationship. You've got to practice your 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 uh your your promotions. You've got to practice, 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 practice. So that way you can play hard. It's just a natural extension and you do it in such a way where it's, you're unconscious. You're not even thinking about it. So when you see an option, gone. When when you see an opportunity, take it. When 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 you get slapped back, so you got to build this cushion of confidence. You've got to build this cushion of confidence, man. And we have no cushion of confidence because it's like you're trying to run a marathon with some Chuck Taylors. You remember the Chuck Taylors, man? Well, everybody's rocking the Chuck Taylors now. Why the hell have they gotten so much more expensive? I mean, Chuck Taylors back in the day were the bottom of the rung. And now, dude, Chuck Taylors like, what, 50, 60, 70 bucks now? It's like, what the hell, man? But it's like trying to run a marathon in some Chuck Taylors. The Chuck Taylors are strictly for uh, style. That's it. You ain't running no marathon in them things. If you do, then your whole body, the, it's going to wreak havoc because it's got no cushion to absorb the pounding. You've got to have special shoes for that, right? To be able to absorb the pounding. You've got no cushion of confidence. You got no cushion of confidence because number one, you, you don't believe you're the best. Number two, because you don't believe you're the best, then you haven't built your comfort zone. And number three, because you haven't built that comfort zone, because you don't practice harder than you play, you've developed no cushion of confidence. So when you miss these shots in life, when the, the, the ball doesn't bounce your way, bro, you implode. You got no confidence because you got no cushion. The way to build that cushion, you believe in you're the best. Is to build that comfort zone with all kinds of wins, man. Winning the morning, pushing yourself when you're working out, eating the right foods, working on your relationship in such a positive way, not blaming anything, full accountability. And then you build that cushion of confidence. <sighs> I don't know what else to say to this, man. And I, I hope I've done this thing some justice because... No matter what happens in life, 
no matter what happens in life, try to contextualize this, no matter what happens in life, I can control my comfort zone because I can build it. It's, it's controlling the controllables, right? It's what do you have access to? What do you have direct relation to? I don't have access to the economy, to the Federal Reserve. I don't have access to many different things, but I have access to my spending habits. I have access to what I put in my damn mouth. I have access to what I say to other people. I have access to what I contribute into the world. I have access into the skills and the techniques and the knowledge. I have access. There's a there's availability of if, for anything that I want in life. But if I haven't developed the right cushion of confidence, if I haven't developed the right comfort zone, if I don't believe I'm the best, then I'm just... I'm just going to get what's the rest. And that's what most people do. But dude, you want a competitive advantage in life? And you don't have to do anything other than what you already have? You already know what to do, man. Now what it is, is is saying, okay, it's being deliberate about what you do. It's being deliberate. See, this is what it is. Practice is deliberate. And the, the play is unconscious. So if you can... Set everything up in a deliberate fashion. I go to sleep at this time. I get up at this time. I I eat these foods at this time. I stay away from these things. I'm going to work out for 30 minutes a day. I'm going to carry myself. I'm not going to shirk responsibility, even though it's not my department, even though it's really not my duty, even though my my boss is a fucking idiot and I always got to clean up his, his mess, you do it anyway. So you practice being that boss. You practice being the owner. Because one day you will. One day you will. Because that's the way you practice. So, see, if you practice these things, then you've got such a consistent, you've developed such a consistency that when you play, it's just an extension of it. You do it without even thinking. And people look at you and they're like, dude, how do you, I mean, how do you bounce back? How do you, how do you stay in the game? It's because I've built a comfort zone. You only have to, You want the best kept secret? I'm going to bust the secret out because I need us to be more successful. But the way that we're going to do that is don't stay away from your comfort zone. Stay in your comfort zone as long as you've built it in a competitive way. Remember, the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Now go build your comfort zone. Stay in the sales life.